Verity for breakfast catch up on Triple M. Auntie Phil's two cents or more. Auntie Phil, you've got the caravan in tow. You came to visit me weekend just been and you're at oh, the big rock. Solid rock. <laughs> down on sacred ground. <laughs> Trip's been going well, although you have told me that you've had a bit of a fridge mishap. Really? I'm the one that needs to be blamed because, quite frankly, when you're going across the Great Central Road and there's some fairly big washouts and dips and humps and all sorts of things, leftovers in bowls with glad wrap on top... No good. ...just doesn't, just doesn't <laughs> cut the mustard. It makes its own mustard. <laughs> Made its own mustard. <laughs> well, oh, sounds oh. delicious, Arnie, Phil. I hope that mm. you were able to salvage some oh, of no, it. At 10.30 last night, Verity, I thought it was delicious as I was trying to <laughs> scrub it out of everywhere. Arnie, Phil, just to really take the subject of conversation to a whole different arena, there's been a report that's come out about actually our only juvenile detention centre here in WA, Bankshire Hill, an affected proper delivery of education services. There's a lack of sort of situation going on. I think it it's a little bit more complicated, though, than a report just saying it's not good enough. It's a complicated area, Youth Justice, because you've got all sorts of issues there. Psychological issues, we're starting to see a lot of kids with problems such as fetal alcohol syndrome and on the autism spectrum, etc., who haven't properly been diagnosed and, and properly managed and treated. You know, to try and provide education services to all these kids in one centre... Really, yeah. Probably going to be pretty tricky. Apparently poorly resourced and understaffed. Mm. That sounds like most schools in our state. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, everyone recalls if you've got one kid in your class that has an issue, you know, there's lots of kids from traumatic backgrounds, etc., that have seen a lot of abuse. Imagine one kid in a classroom at your average school and the effect that has, because often the teacher has to spend all of their time concentrating on that one kid. Imagine a whole centre where... Probably the whole classrooms. Each and every classroom has multiple issues. Probably need a more more centres, youth justice centres yeah. that cater for different sorts of kids. I don't know what the what the solution is, but that sounds like a step think, toward um, it, though. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just lobbing them all in together probably isn't working. Barney Phil, thanks for your two cents this morning. All the best oh. for your travels. Now, where where are we? At the moment, we're at Yalara, which is near Uluru, and we've seen Cartagena, which was called the Olgas, and Uluru Airs Rock yesterday. And we'll be going back for a bit more today. And then we'll be heading off into Uldunda and then heading down towards South Australia. Living the Aussie dream, honey Phil. Living the Aussie dream. <laughs> People get out and see your country because it's beautiful. Safe oh. travels and hopefully Thank might be able to you. get you on board next week. Thank you. See you, Verity. Verity for breakfast. breakfast. Triple M. Triple M. Around the towns for the Shire of 2J. Place of plenty. For the month of April, we've got lots going on. I've got Meredith on the line with me from the Shire of 2J. We've got the Strategic Community Plan. The survey is still open up until the 20th, so there's still a couple of days yet for people to put their opinions and thoughts and suggestions in, Meredith? Yes, that's right, Verity, and we're hoping for as many members of our community to take part in that survey and and submit them. They can um, get that online or just contact the Shire and have have one sent out to them.
Wonderful. And also, we have got a wonderful service that's going to be available for the Derby that'll be here before we know it. <laughs> yeah, the Derby between the Eagles and the Dockers is actually is on the 29th and Trans WA is putting on a special train service to take people down to the Derby. Um, all the times can be found on the Shire's website and tickets can be booked online or through the visitor centre. Beautiful. I'm sure a lot of people will be using that for the day. Are you a Dockers or an Eagles fan? Oh, Eagles thrown through. <laughs> that is what I like to hear, Meredith. I'm glad that's the right answer. Correct. <laughs> and the 25th, of course, a very, very special day in the month of April, Anzac Day, and we'll have a, a bit of a service. We've got a couple of services, and, of course, the first service is the dawn service at 6am, and that's followed by a gunfire breakfast at the Wicklow Shearing Set at 630 which is within walking distance to the Anzac Park, which had a beautiful refurbishment over the last 12 months and uh, looks absolutely gorgeous. So lots of credit goes to the, the Shire workers for doing that. And, of course, the procession down Stirling Terrace, the main street of 2J, is at 11 o'clock. Beautiful. It's nice that there's the, the later one for those that do accidentally mm. sleep in and miss the dawn service. Yeah. But I hope that we do get a good turnout for that dawn service because oh. it's always a special morning. Yeah. It is a special morning, certainly. Thank you very much, Meredith, for filling us in on what's going on and we'll speak to you very soon because come next month we've got that Moondine Festival mm. coming so we'll get all the details on Big that one. from you. Yeah, definitely. Thank you, Verity. Verity for breakfast. Triple M. Triple M. And it's always good to be hearing what is going on with our volunteering WA Wheatbelt Hub. Have the wonderful referral officer, Penny Keep, on the line with me. So, Penny, are you able to tell us what your role involves within the Hub? The main role is to actually welcome volunteers, to register them on our website and then assist them in finding volunteer positions that suit their capabilities. Penny, is it a long process, getting someone from nothing to a, a position that they, they feel is good for them? No, it's not actually. It only takes about half an hour to enrol them and then probably uh, 10 minutes maximum to go through the volunteer positions that are available and refer them to the ones that they are interested in. Do we have many volunteering positions available within the wheat belt? Actually, there's quite a few at the moment. I class it by the number of pages, and there's actually four pages at the moment. Sometimes we're only back to two pages, but, yeah, there's quite a few positions. Wonderful. And have you heard any direct stories from people who have gone via you to get that position that they're finding the work quite rewarding? Oh, yeah, we get quite a bit of feedback. Um, I had one today who just said that he's enjoying the challenge of the position that he's working in and it's working well for him. That's great to hear. So for any listeners out there that perhaps maybe might have a bit of spare time on their hands or maybe even don't but still want to try and get involved in, in volunteering, how do they go about that? Well, they can come into the hub or give us a call, um, 96212143. We're here on Tuesdays and Wednesdays from 9.30 to 2.30. If possible, to call first so we can book an appointment, but otherwise just drop in and see us. Wonderful. Well, look, Penny, thanks so much for a quick couple minutes of your time this morning. Wonderful to hear about your role as a referral officer and great to hear that there's four pages worth of positions up for the moment. So hopefully maybe some of our listeners might come in and give you a bit of a visit. That would be wonderful. Verity for breakfast.
You're listening on into Triple M. Speaking of a slice of heaven. Northern Goldfields lies the unique town of Leinster, where everyone has a job, there's free housing, and there's free access to the gym and local swimming pool. That doesn't sound like heaven on earth, I don't know what does. Next to no crime, no mortgages, leafy tree-lined streets and a thriving community, it's, it just doesn't sound real. Truly an oddity out in our outback, it's the oasis in the desert said a one Naomi Mayer who moved there with her family two years ago for her husband's mining job. It was founded in 1976 because of the mining nearby and today it's regarded a closed town. Oh, devastating. Home to around 500 permanent residents. That means in order to live there, you have to be an employee or contractor of the global mining company that is BHP. Ah, well there's your catch, guys. Ah. Other, among other amenities, though, just to rub it all in for us, the company provides accommodation, a gym, swimming pool and a supermarket and cafe to all its residents for free. Verity for breakfast. For breakfast! <laughs> <laughs>